0: Hello, I'm Patricia and this is the Poetry P podcast, a weekly podcast, which is all about the Japanese short form. I think I have a treat in store for you today and I'll tell you about that in a minute, but I do have some reminders and some thank yous before I do. Let's do the thank yous first. Thank you for the coffees, which helped me to keep the show going. And you'll remember I was saving up to get some help Well, with your coffees and the sale of the last few journals, I've reached my goal. So I will be looking for an intern. I hope I make this podcasting lark seem relatively easy and seamless, but it takes a lot of time to find guests, record, edit, schedule, and that's before we even start working with the editing teams to read and reply to submissions. A helping hand will be much appreciated. But I can't continue having an intern without your coffee, so please, if you have a few coppers to spare, do buy us a coffee, buy the journals when they come out, or make a little donation when you download the show notes. Every little bit helps to keep this show on the road. And thank you too for coming to the rescue when I need judges. I think I should be good till the end of the year now, and you'll hear some new voices bringing you thoughts on our beloved short-form poetry. I'm quite excited. Now, I know this seems mad, but I'm planning for 2024. So, if you have a topic you think we should be covering, do get in touch. I want to do some tanker and senryu topics next year. Anyone out there interested in doing some helpful workshops? I also love bringing you reading from poets. If you have a book you're going to be releasing in 2024 or late 2023, do get in touch. Maybe we can feature you just one stipulation. You need to be able to get me a hard copy of your book. And remember, the podcast reaches probably as many readers as the Haiku Society of America or the British Haiku Society. This is, thanks to you, one of the major English language short-form resources and certainly the most listened to short-form podcast on all platforms. Thank you, thank you so much for helping me to create this resource. Now, reminders. First of all, we're open for submissions. If you're coming to this in August 2023, we have a brand new prompt on the Poetry P YouTube channel. You can go along and have a look and see what haiku or senryu it inspires you to write. Leave your poems in the comments. You can leave as many as you like. Linda Ludwig, our YouTube prompt editor, will be reading everyone and choosing a few to be featured on the podcast and, of course, in the Poetry P journal. But you know, if you're not chosen to feature, that doesn't mean you're not being read. The YouTube channel has over 500 subscribers and most of them are checking the prompt out and probably reading your work. So do join in, get noticed, and make little comments on somebody else's work too. Let them know they're being noticed. Shane, our Highburn editor and I are reading your Highburn. If you have submitted, you should have a reply from us by the end of August. If you've not heard by the 1st of September, you know the drill, email me. Sometimes things do get lost in the ether. And if you're coming to this sometime in the future, hello, I wonder what I'm up to while you're listening to this. Anyway, point is, we're always up to something. Do have a look at our submissions diary and get submitting to whatever we're up to. We welcome submissions from everyone, whether you're an experienced hygiene just starting out on your journey, have a go. So, what do I have in store for you today? It's the first in a few ways. I'm joined by Michael Dudley. Yes, I know, he's joined us before, but this time he's joined by Dian Pavlinovic and Tomislav Maratic. Both experienced hygiene, both from Croatia. Together, the three of them have written a short-form poetry book, and I invited them to come along, read to us in two languages. And I'm very excited that we're going to have a bilingual podcast today. Sometimes I think we forget that haiku is written all around the world in many languages. And today, I hope you'll agree when you've heard it, that'll have a very charming reminder of that. Details of their book, Nexus, will be in the show notes. I'd like to welcome Canadian haiku writer and essayist, Michael Dudley, back to the podcast. Hello, Michael. Congrats on your new role at the Haiku Society of America. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that before we get started?
1: Yes, certainly. Hello, Patricia, and I'm delighted to be with you again on Poetry P, and thank you for your kind words. Uh, As you indicated, in March of this year, I began work for the Haiku Society of America as its international coordinator. And since then, the president, Brian Rickert, and I have been primarily focused on developing relationships within the worldwide haiku community. Mid-term and long-term goals include um, consistent international representation and contribution within HSA publications, events, and projects. We're we're very excited by the possibilities, and we're looking forward to their fruition.
0: (laughs) I'm looking forward to it too, Michael, and any help I can give you, as you know, I will do my best. Thank you. Thank you. Michael is joined by his Croatian writing part hmm. writing partners and co-authors Tomislav Maritich and and Dejan
2: Pavlinovic Pavlinovic.
0: Thank you. I'm sorry, Dejan. <clears throat> no, it's <laughs> um,
2: okay.
0: They're going to be reading from their book Nexus. It's a lovely book. And gentlemen. I'm so pleased to have you all here. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourselves? We know Michael, obviously, but maybe, Tomislav, would you like to go first and tell us a bit about yourself?
3: In fact, I'm a retired medical doctor and uh, I still work part-time. I'm occupied with infectious diseases all my life. (laughs) And uh, hike was some kind of my hobby. Uh, and uh, before haiku, I wrote three verse uh, poetry, but uh, encountering uh, haiku poetry by Dubravko ivanchan in Croatia in the 60s, and the uh, book of Japanese poetry of Vladimir Devide in 70s, as well reading uh, some other books related to Zen Buddhism and especially its aesthetics. It, it led me to, to write haiku. So I have... <laughs> So many years uh, passed, uh, so I feel as a, an old rolling stone <laughs> from of, of haiku. You know. uh, it always seemed to me that uh, I write haiku casually, just as a break from, from work or obligations. But when I look back on time I spent, uh, it is clear to me that it was much more. After studying more about haiku, I began to revise my work in order to improve each poem and I still revise some poems and it is a kind of discipline that I I'm trying to continue.
0: I'm very pleased that you mentioned the revision of your work Um, it's very easy to write something and just send it off or keep it or whatever Um, but I find it really satisfying to go back and do some revisions it generally ends up a better piece of work. So thank you. Thank you very much, Tomislav. And Dan, how about you?
2: Well, uh, first of all, uh, Patricia, uh, thank you for inviting us. It's, uh, it's really a privilege and a pleasure being here. Uh, well, I'm an English and German teacher. I, I've been working well for quite a long time and part-time tourist guide during the summertime since I come from Pula, which is uh, well, on the coast, which means also a lot of tourists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been writing haiku for some 16 years now. Um, uh, before I started, I have always been interested in Japan, Eastern cultures generally, um, <clears throat> Zen and, 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 and so on. Uh, and then uh, at one point, there was a haiku workshop in our school in Gymnasia Pula, uh, since Pula uh, was a partner town with uh, a Japanese. Town of Hakina and uh, a prominent uh, Japanese haiku poet was visiting them, uh, and he held a a workshop. uh, Shokam Tadashi Kondo. I joined with my students. I was just observing, and then I joined in and started to write. And this got some very interesting feedback, and I liked the form. I started to study, got more into it, and. uh, actually, what haiku kind of revealed is that I was, in a way, observing the world before that through haiku eyes, but I wasn't aware of it in terms of <clears throat> directness, minimalism, and uh, um, in a way, uh, since I was also into photography, uh, it, there was a lot of uh, there were a lot of similar um, <clears throat> observations, let's say. And since then, uh, I'm hooked and I can't get rid of it. And I'm <laughs> really happy for it. Uh, uh, yes. And I have to add that uh, uh, I also do workshops in my school with my students, with every generation that I... Uh, and it's quite interesting to see, especially in this digital digital world, how uh, they get detoxicated. So you, first, you have to go through the process of detoxication, <clears throat> which means getting removing the digital uh, uh, the gadget and everything else, and then slowing down the rhythm, the biorhythm, and then and then they, they start noticing things because they are only squared yeah. and swipe, swipe. Uh, so so, so uh, what I would, would like to add is that the haiku for me has a very, a very important pedagogical kind of uh, uh, element as well, at least from my perspective from my experience.
0: It's very interesting that you should say you um you teach German. Do you do you use haiku in your German classes?
2: To be honest, I've been teaching. I started with German, uh, so I've been teaching only English in the last twenty years. Oh, but okay. uh, so and sometimes I teach as a substitute teacher. But predominantly, English is my my my, my, my main subject of uh, of of teaching in school.
0: No, I I just wondered. I I find it very difficult to write haiku in German. Um, yeah, I can
2: understand. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But uh, German but, is very specific and interesting uh, concerning the syntax and the structure and everything. Uh, English is much easier.
0: Yes, weirdly because German is so logical. But um, there you go. We'll we, we could talk about that for ages, and we we should get on. But we we'll come back to this time. this yeah <laughs> yeah next time you're on. We'll come on to the languages anyway as, as part of this podcast. But I wanted to ask you something. Gilles Fabre, in his blurb on the back of the book, says, This striking volume presents a collective unity of poetry, a catalyst for friendships and multicultural initiatives, and a showcase of some outstanding haiku, which is you know, high praise and uh, puts a little bit of pressure on the three of you to do the reading. But I wondered how it is that you three came to know each other. Michael, perhaps you would give us a clue how that came about.
1: With pleasure. Uh, I'll just mention uh, how much we appreciate Gilles' uh, generous words and uh, wholeheartedly agree that the, this little poem is so hugely influential. We we just heard from Tom and Dan talking about how they have been you know, deeply affected. And this is... Uh, a kind of truism about the, the haiku form, but, it, but it's also a, a powerful uniting force around the world, creatively and peacefully. Uh, I, it's wonderful to reflect on the beginnings of, of our relationship. It happened in, uh, in 2018. I had uh, planned a, um, a continuous international journey And I was uh, emailing Jim Casian and telling him the places that I was considering going. And he highly recommended that uh, I go to Croatia, which was a high priority for me uh, to begin with because of a very influential person from my life when I was a teenager. Uh, So I was going to be going there anyway. But he said, uh, when you go to Zagreb, you must meet this remarkable haiku poet, translator, and editor, Thomas Love So I gratefully did. Uh, I contacted uh, Tom, and in fact, Tom had been informed by Jim that I was arriving too, so he sent me an email. I think they crossed uh, in the ether on their way to each other. (laughs) We received the emails. Uh, We did meet, and so gratefully so. Uh, very soon after my arrival in Zagreb. And we discovered that we shared so much. We had so much in common. It was uh, such a wonderful surprise. And we we spent a lot of time together by choice. And we greatly enjoyed each other's company. And we uh, both uh re- really appreciated uh, humorous anecdotes and, and long, wide ranging discussions that were often accompanied by uh, some pizza and uh, a little bit of beer. And at mm-hmm. some point between slices, <laughs> I broached the idea of writing individual haiku together. Mm-hmm. And Tom was uh, very intrigued and immediately agreed And if I remember correctly, our first co-creation was written on a napkin and toasted with a pint. (laughs) Before I departed Zagreb, Tom introduced me to the exceptional haiku by the author and uh, translator and Haiku HR website founder, Dan Pavlinovich. And when I later visited Pula, Dan and I soon met, connected, clicked, and similarly enjoyed many rewarding hours, talking and walking. So glad really to be in each other's company with, again, so much in common. Mm -hmm. And the haiku is what brought all of us together from the very start. Tom and and I soon uh, and inevitably asked Dan if he would join us in co-writing, and our three-person team began co-writing in person and uh, as I headed off on on further travels via technology, uh, both in pairs and all together. And we've been traveling the Nexus Road together ever since. (laughs) To date, surprisingly, it's been five fulfilling years as wow. colleagues, co-writers, and most importantly, as friends.
0: Now, you spoke very um, spoke about something that I wanted to explore. You talked about co-creation, and this mm-hmm. collection is, is co-created, composed equally and collaboratively. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to explore that because Sonella Plisko in her forward to the book says, literary collaboration is the combined efforts of numerous writers to form a literary work. In haiku and associated linked verse forms, such collaboration typically includes the writing of each alternating stanza by an individual writer. Co-creation, however, is the writing of each individual haiku or verse by numerous writers so that each poem or link is created by the equal participation of two or more writers. Now, I can get my head around the collaboration, you know, the three of you worked together and you created this work. But co-creation is much harder for me to get my head around. So, you know, co-creation is further complicated by working with poets who have varying degrees, shall we say, of fluency in each other's language. As I know from working in my daily life in Swiss German, I can be quite good at the language, but I'm never going to understand all the nuances of that language. Mm-hmm. So would one of you please tell me, how do you develop this co-creational approach? And then how do you deal with the language issue?
1: Well, I could could address the co-creation. Okay. It's um, a good way, I think, to think about it is that it's just a different uh, or, or it's a specific type of collaboration. Okay. Whereas in collaboration, uh, there are numerous uh, writers in, in the literary world uh, working together on a project. Often, uh, each writer has a, a certain assignment or a responsibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In, in the linked forms, for example, let's say Renge, each writer, although there may be many working together and in the same room, Uh, is working on an individual link, and so writes an individual haiku on his or her own, although then that is contributed to the whole. But co-creation is the working together by two or more writers on a single link, or in this case, haiku. And uh, so if you think of, of individual haiku as standalone poems, each poem that is co-created has been from start to finish, actually composed together by two or more writers. It's a, it's a, it's a way of jointly bringing into uh, realization, a final haiku poem. And the, and the three line haiku by its form lends itself to a kind of harmonious three person composition. And uh, the three of us found that when we wrote alternating lines, then by the end we had the full poem, at which point then we could work uh, together on editing and revising. The key really, though, is that um, the composition, as well as the editing, as well as the revising, is all done together. Mm-hmm. there's no there's no individuality per se mm. i mean apart from the contribution of of a single line each writer is really working in a way as one like with the soul or the mind of one and um always through mm-hmm. the composing and editing uh, after the 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 uh group work together there's discussion uh, and sometimes the discussion uh, precedes the composition, and it can kind of prime the pump, so to speak, or introduce topics that can can then be explored. And sometimes the discussion occurs afterward, and that leads to a, a uh, refined uh, revision. So, it's co-creation is is working together on a single haiku. And, um, and then revising and editing together as well.
2: I just wanted to add uh, that uh, the other aspect, uh, uh, besides what Michael said, uh, at least personally for me, which was interesting is uh, uh, it was actually like a game in a way, uh, quite playful. Uh, so it was very exciting uh, kind of uh, activity, and uh, there was always a challenge because you know, <clears throat> we were trying to follow each other verse by verse. And uh, at the same time, you were trying to get into each other's head. So for example, if Michael wrote the first line, so, and I received it, then I was thinking, what the heck was he thinking about when he wrote this? So, uh, so I have to follow this, but of course my mind goes, or the the image or what Michael or Tom created, drew me somewhere else. And then, and then the third one who wrote, uh, had the same, I think, issues. Positive ones, of course. So it was it was very very interesting, very exciting actually to participate. So we were, we were in a way trying to get into each other's head, kind of
3: mind game.
0: Tom, did you want to say anything? Add anything?
3: Yes, uh, I can say that uh, I have experience uh, with uh, Reng- uh, renga. That is also uh, collaborative uh, poetry. But uh, the, it, uh, I written rangum I, I have previously written Rangu with the uh, Irish poet Norman Darlington and some others, and it it was also very interesting. Uh, always uh, expecting some surprise. You you don't know uh, when uh, where this uh, this uh, river goes. Uh, very often. You expect uh, one direction, and you uh, this uh, river um, make a curve in in another direction. So it it the uh, um, surprising or something very interesting in this kind of, of game of a uh, poetical game. But the difference between renku and the nexus haiku is uh, that the parts of the joint this joint poem uh, are not signed signed. So after a while. No one knows uh, which part is whose in the nexus haiku. No one can say it's only mine. We forget what 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 kind of this part of of uh, haiku uh, belongs to, to to whom. I think it's not difficult to 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 write for creation poetry with uh, democratic and inclusive uh, people. Um, there is neither leader nor, nor sabaki. You know sabaki is. Um, leader in in, um, uh, in the the someone who uh, command in this uh, in this process, but here there's no sabaki, there's no guide, uh, so it was somehow spontaneously uh, rises, and uh, after all, we we also change our product, poetical product.
0: I t- Two two things that occurred to me there. Um, one, as I said, was about the ego. I was thinking as I was reading the book uh, and thinking about today, how do you write together and prevent one person's ego overwhelming the piece? But then, as you were talking, I think Thomas Love, you spoke, um, you and Dan, I think both spoke of zen and buddhism um something that i really am am not i'm not terribly zen um, i will admit that and i've said that before i do my best does that mindset help do you think to overcome the ego question i don't know who wants to take that one
2: i, I think it it definitely does although <clears throat> don't misunderstand me I, i'm not i'm not a zen uh buddhist i have a, a, a but it, it, it's it's it, it's something that uh, is appealing, and I'm um, in a way mm. uh, I find, um, I'd say, comforting in a way. Uh, but uh, having this kind of let's call it intention, uh, <clears throat> and uh, we as human beings, being a very fragile and, of course, with all our flaws, everybody in its in his or her own way uh so this definitely definitely helps but uh above all uh, all these things i think um, the, the 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 fact that we have uh, physically met that we have uh, uh talked to each other uh, felt the energy is is something which <clears throat> is just uh, the icing on the cake uh so uh it helps yes
1: i definitely agree with what dan just said uh, the 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 idea of um, of working without expectation is really liberating. There's there's really no end end in sight per se. You're writing just a part, and so where it goes and how it goes is not up to you. So you you you. Provide and then you release, and you you have. I mean, it, it's best to have virtually no expectations whatsoever. And in a way, it, it's sort of a reinforcement. You're right of Zen. Uh, I found that being open and accepting, even even embracing uh, the contributions, was key. And it it was it was wonderful to um, experience that that kind of. Um, reinforcement of of, um, of liberation and, and freedom in the process.
0: We're going to hear a lot of work from, from you. We're going to hear some individual sort of standalone haiku and we're going to hear um, linked verses as well. But just when you were speaking about each of you taking a line and sort of being responsible for it and, and then coming back and all editing, I was thinking, how does that affect the flow of the haiku but i think maybe we'll return to this at the end but i think when people hear the work that we that you're going to read to us they will see that even though there are three of you taking responsibility for each line the work flows and i guess that's because you've gone back and you've communicated and you've all worked on the whole at the, at the the end of it. Would that be the case?
2: Uh, yes. yes. Well <laughs> explained.
1: <laughs> the flow itself was, was one of the primary concerns in the editing and revising process. Ah. Where, where once we had, let's say, three lines of imagery, we had the content, we had a very strong sense of setting, place, circumstances, <clears throat> then... Honing the, the work into a, into a final um, poem was, was critical. And a lot of the various techniques of creating coherence and unity and flow were essential to that process. Uh, I will mention this, which I think was critical in terms of developing these, these poems together. We didn't talk about the lines until they had been written. So we never spoke about, about each line after it was written. Okay. We only spoke together about the poem after the poem was written in, in, in draft form. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a part of the, the, the Zen joy of it, but also led to the challenges of creating the flow in editing and processing.
2: So I would say that the most challenging, if we talk about haiku though, or the three-liner, the second and the third one were uh, were challenging. I mean, first one as well because you start you start uh, a, a topic, a story, uh, an element, whatever. Uh, but the second and the third one, in row, at least in my case, was a very responsible. Uh, one uh, 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 or turn to to deal with, and uh, and uh, that's why in my case it took a bit longer before I answered. So I'm the slower, slower one in this case.
0: I think um, I think it would absolutely terrify me to have to write the first verse when I'm writing with two other very accomplished poets. To be, to be no. well. <laughs> but Tom, I have a question for you. Sonella suggested Sonella that is who who mm-hmm. wrote the foreword suggests that by reading Nexus, we will want to have this Nexus experience with someone ourselves. So, Tom, would you recommend it? Did you enjoy this experience?
3: Of course. Um, um, you can sing uh, as a solo singer, but also you, you I, I like choir, so you can sing together. And um, one doesn't uh, exclude the other, so... Uh, I think I, of course, uh, recommend this kind of poetry.
0: I I think you've already said, but just to clarify this, as you read through the book, you'll see that there is no named poet at the end of any of the verses. And that, I think, is because of the co-creational element. It has to be because of the co-creational element of the poetry, yes. Yes.
2: Uh, yes, uh, our names are actually only uh, mentioned uh, in the table of content, uh, just for uh, for reference. Uh, since we uh, created some poems in pairs and uh, parts also as uh, in three, and this is the only reference where our names are let let's say individually uh, kind of uh, mentioned or stressed uh because the whole intentions intention as we previously mentioned was that uh, all the three of us were actually uh, one voice
1: yeah
2: however it may sound strange it wasn't a very typical way of writing or creating but uh we we felt and uh, the intent first of all the intention and in the end also the feeling and and and, and the end result <laughs> if i can uh, mention the word was actually a one voice so uh, yeah. So that was the reason.
0: Tom, a question for you. I presume you co-wrote the English version. And if that's right, who then took responsibility for translation into the Croatian version?
3: It was not so difficult. Uh, uh, Of course, there's always, as you said, uh, the answer between two languages, mm. but, uh, and um, uh, we try to, to be close, s- s- such a close as, as, we, as possible. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, um, uh, the, of course, there are some, uh, some differences in the, in the answers, but these uh, translations and original are almost identical uh, in meaning and uh, are completely close. What is interesting, um, Croatian uh, words are bigger than English uh, words. And I expected that the uh, Croatian language, uh, uh, Croatian um, part of, of this book will be physically bigger than English one. Right? But it's not true. You can see that it's uh, uh, somehow identical in, in this physical uh, yeah. shape, shape of, of height. Uh, it seems to me that in fact, they are almost identical in meaning but without many differences.
0: That's great. Thank you. And I know people are, are really eager to, to hear you because we're going to do it at first to have a bilingual um, podcast. But I have one last question. And Dan, perhaps you, you will answer this. Nexus has got some lovely artwork. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if you'd like to tell us a little bit about it.
2: Uh, yes, <clears throat> so when we were when the moment came to well to put this together into a book, and of course thinking about the design and the form, <clears throat> uh, besides Sanella, who wrote uh, forward, uh, we, we we thought about <clears throat> uh, somebody who would do the artwork, the cover, and, uh, and and this part. And and I thought of my colleague. Uh, Nina Shestanovich, who is an art teacher in my school, and I've seen her work before. And she's she does various uh, things in terms of even design, but mostly uh, painting and sketchings and drawings. And then uh, then I asked her if she would like to join us. Uh, she she was really happy to to be part of uh, of this creation of the book. And so we included some of her uh, works, and she did the cover. And uh, some uh, some of the uh, uh, illustrations <clears throat> are a part of her uh, of her works, uh, uh, which are not necessarily painting, but also drawing. So th- there is a combination of of, of everything. Mm-hmm. Now concerning the cover, uh, this one. So it's a, it's it's a actually part of uh, her native town. So she comes from Dalmatia. Uh, uh, Southern part of Croatia, beautiful island of Korcula. Croatia Mm -hmm. has a very long, beautiful coast uh, with so many islands. Uh, So, uh, uh, with a mentality which is warmer and very, uh, very uh, kind of uh, appealing, I would say, Uh, and which which is also visible in 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 the cover and and the colors that that she uses, which in a way represents her also. So, we are we are really happy having had her. being part of the of the book, the creation of the book,
0: it's a it's a lovely cover. And when I looked at it, it felt very Mediterranean.
2: Uh, the coastal area is very Mediterranean. Uh, the interior part, northern Croatia part, where uh, Tomislav comes from, is uh, uh, kind of Austro-Hungarian influence. Okay. The eastern part, which is Slavonia towards the Danube River, uh, has also a lot of a uh, Hungarian influence. So it's it's quite. So we are a kind of mixture between Middle European and uh, and Mediterranean, which mm-hmm. creates a fascinating mix mm-hmm. and uh, excellent getaways, if you want <laughs> to. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: are we being paid by the Croatian tourist board? <laughs> well, um,
2: as, I, <laughs> yeah, we as I said, it's a part-time uh, tourist <laughs> job. So <laughs> Okay,
0: right. you've done a good job. I can't come this year, yeah. but maybe next year. <laughs> next
2: year, I'll welcome you. <laughs> I'll show you around.
0: <laughs> You're on. Thank you there. So gentlemen, enough chat. Hopefully we're going to enjoy a wonderful reading from you. Thank you very much.
3: Neposlano.
1: Thunderstorm. The overdue payment remains unmailed.
2: More buja i plavi. Iskoračim iz zone u
1: swells and surges. I step out of the spray zone into a puddle.
3: waves. Sequence. Dok se dižu rolete zadržavaju dan.
2: Raising the roller blinds eyelids holds a new day of aftershocks Izvišča Sobale Izgubljena među planinama Prah za poštanskim autom Reports from the coast lost
1: between mountains Dust Follows a mail truck. Zavrče to puta započinje prostanstvo
3: otsiana valovi. Roads end. Begins the ocean expanse. Alluvial waves.
2: Novo Sanjarenje. Jesen I
1: Another daydream, downpour of autumn, without and within.
3: Autumn Village. The redness of a new day, drifting chimney smoke blurs the treetops. A rooster's
1: crowing pierces. Mountain mist.
2: Sunbeams between shutters.
3: Shadows of dewdrops. The old man poses among chrysanthemums.
1: River stones. The shattered glass of a wine bottle.
2: Stars glistening above the valley.
3: Jematva. Mladi glasovi oživjeli staru pjesmu.
2: Grape Harvest. Young voices give life to an ancient song. Viježe jutro. Miris kruha ispuni prljavu kalu. Fresh morning. Bread aroma filling the
1: filthy alley.
2: Jáž drží oblik pepel od cigarety, odbacená zmíská
3: koža. Cigaret ash, still keeping its shape, shed skin of a snake. Njen miris při něm v polibců, Approaching
1: her scent before her kiss flower moon.
2: Chai od hibiskusa, guc po guc među ružama i cvrčcima.
1: Hibiscus tea, sip by sip among roses and crickets.
2: Stara freska, njena živa stvarnost od bršljana i mahovine.
1: Historic mural, its vivid reality of ivy and moss.
0: Yeah, that was very good. Thank you very much. You should be so proud of this work. I hope you are proud of Thank this. you. Yes, we definitely. are. <laughs> thank you. And thank, thank you, you again, uh, Love, Dan, And Dan. I'm going to get your, your whole name right, so I'm going to hold the book up in front of me. Dian Pavlinovich. have I got it exactly? Yay. Yeah, perfect. Thomas Love, Dian, Michael, thank you so much for coming along today and reading to us. It was a real treat for me. So tell me, have you got any idea, any ideas of coming back together as a threesome and, and doing some more work?
2: We haven't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> we have just we have just changed the shape or the the. the mini- <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: we've, we've changed the vessel. We're, okay. currently, we're currently writing co-creative tanker together. Ooh. And we recently finished our 15th poem.
0: Okay. So at some point you'll be back to read your tanker, your co-created tanker to us.
2: Yeah, oh we, we hope so be. in in about three, four, five, six, seven years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll Don't leave see. it that long. Don't leave it that no, long to no, come. No, no, we're not, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys. I look forward to reading your co created tanker. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia.
2: Again. It was it was a pleasure really being here and uh and uh, good luck uh, with your uh with your podcast.
0: Thank you. And always uh, an honor. <laughs> always a pleasure having you and thomas love it great to have you too thank you very much thank you very much thanks once again to michael Deanne, and tom i do hope you could hear the fun we were having doing this for you and don't forget to check out the show notes on the website details of how to get hold of their book nexus and some of the illustrations are on the website. They are definitely worth a look. You heard about them from Dayan on the podcast. Thanks to you all for coming along and joining us today. Next time, I'm going to have a selection of original haiku and senryu for you. Do join me next week for another session of Poetry P. Love to everyone. Until we meet again, keep writing. And if you think I've left something out of the show notes, do email me and I'll do my best to fix it. Ciao.